Welcome to the Practical Missions Podcast mini episode. I'm your host. Well, today's the start of Ramadan and there are going to be one point whatever billion Muslims fasting today and tomorrow for the next 38 days. They will fast from sunrise to sunset. So I thought it would be good just to take a moment here with you and look at what Christian fasting is. Inevitably, during the month of Ramadan, my Muslim friends will ask me, hey, you know, how do you Christians fast? Or what is fasting like in Christianity? What do you have to fast from? And it's always a bit hard to to answer the question. I never kind of know where to start. How do Christians fast? Because fasting in Christianity and fasting in Islam are so totally different. First of all, fasting in Islam is a farad. It is something you have to do. It is part of the five pillars of, of Islam. If you don't fast during the month of Ramadan, and there are other fasts, there are Monday and Thursday fast, I think, every week. If you don't fast during the month of Ramadan and you don't have a good reason not to fast, you are not a Muslim. Like you're, you're not really going to go to heaven in the end. And it's very clear. You fast from new moon to new moon. You fast from sunrise to sunset. And you fast from everything. You can't drink anything. You can't eat anything. You can't smoke anything. It's very clear what you do. And as soon as the call to prayer goes off after the the sun goes down, uh, then you can eat and then you can do whatever you want for the rest of the night until the morning. And there are a series of kind of points that you can get if you do if you do the fast this way, if you break it this way, if you eat the sahur, or if you pray in the mosque, or if you do these things, if you eat, a, you know, three dates in the beginning. I don't know. There's just all these kind of little things. If you do them, each one gives you a kind of more reward or a different kind of reward or different like good marks on your scorecard in the end. So when a Muslim asks, how does a Christian fast? That's kind of what they're thinking of in the back of their head. That's what a fast is. But for Christians, fasting is very, very different. I don't know if you've ever thought about this, but fasting really isn't talked about very much in the Bible outside the four Gospels in the book of Acts. It doesn't even show up in the rest of the New Testament. It's in none of the letters. And why is this? Well, first of all, fasting in Christianity is not a command. In fact, fasting in the Bible, Old Testament and New Testament, is not a command. Interestingly enough, Jesus and his disciples didn't fast. Fasting is not a command. The disciples of John the Baptist fasted. The Pharisees and their disciples fasted. And they were like, yo, Jesus, why don't your disciples fast? And he said, how could they possibly fast when the bridegroom is with them? He, he then says they will fast one day because I will be taken away from them and they will be very sorrowful. So they, there will come a time when they fast. But right now they're not, they're not going to fast because I'm with them. Fasting is not a command for the believer. It's an assumption for the believer. But it's not a command. And fasting as well is not a good work. It does not merit anything. Fasting, not eating and not drinking for a specific period of time is not something God wants from us unless it is coupled to something else. So fasting in and of itself is not something that God wants unless it is an aid in something else. So fasting is a fantastic 
aid in prayer. It's a fantastic aid in repentance. It's a fantastic aid when we have something we 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 want from God. When the when the apostle Paul and the the other people in the church in Lystra were crying out to God for elders of the church, they prayed and they fasted when King David wanted his son to be raised or not to die. He prayed and he fasted. His son died, but it was he used fasting as an aid to testify to the sincerity of his repentance. Fasting, the mere act of abstinence from food and drink is not a class of works that pleases God. Asceticism in itself, severity to the being severe to our bodies, asceticism in itself is never required by God and he simply is not impressed by it. Fasting is pleasing to God only so far as it directs us to another object, like to subdue the flesh, to excite or focus our prayer life, to testify to our repentance or to humble us before God. All right, here's three things to be aware of when you fast as a Christian. The first one is to rend your hearts and not your garments. This is coming out of Joel chapter 2 verses 12 and 13. And it's echoed in Jesus' Sermon on the Mount when he talks about uh, giving your alms and prayer and fasting. He says, don't ever do these things as a show. Don't ever do these things to be seen by other people. The prophet or God says to the prophet, rend your hearts and not your garments. Fasting should be a time of inner brokenness, inner humility, and repentance before God. Sackcloth on the heart, ashes on the heart. The second thing we have to be aware of is that, I've already mentioned it, but is that fasting is not a good work in and of itself. It is fasting by itself is not an act of worship before God. It's a superstition to think that God wants you to not eat and not drink, and that's it. It's only useful and helpful to fast when that fasting is connected to something else. So it is fasting is always and only an aid in our prayer, in our repentance, in our self-discipline, in our self-control, in our subduing of the flesh, and in our bringing special requests at special times before the Lord. That's when fasting is useful. And my third point here that we should avoid when we fast is to avoid making fasting out to be a kind of superstition. To overvalue fasting, that may sound weird because I think probably most people just don't fast at all. So we're neglecting fasting rather than overvaluing it. But I say that because there's often this idea of like, if I just fast, I'm going to get what I want. This is super. This is a superstitious way of viewing fasting. I'm going to get something by God. I'm going to kind of twist his hand by fasting for it. But we actually, we see in the Bible, uh, in the Old Testament specifically, that people like David fasted and prayed and didn't get what they wanted. In other places in the Old Testament, they fasted and prayed that God would spare them from a famine or that God would spare them from an enemy's attack. And God didn't respond favorably. God is not bound to respond the way we want just because we are fasting. That's making fasting into some superstitious Christian activity. 
So, what is Christian fasting? It is an excellent aid to help us pray, repent, subdue the flesh, and cry out to God in special times of needs. It is not a command. It's an assumption. Nor is the act of fasting in and of itself an act of worship pleasing to God. It always has to be coupled to something else to make our abstinence from food and drink meaningful to God. Well, that was a bit longer than I thought it was going to be. I hope it was useful or at least interesting in some way, shape, or form. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns about anything I just said, please let me know. In the meantime, I want you to remember that it's okay to be normal.